0: If I look at the initial assessment, um, being young obviously helps. gives you an advantage. Because yeah. we know that for every illness, the biggest predetermining factor for every illness is being older. Yeah. And then the second biggest predetermination tends to be male. <coughs> so you're neither old, nor, you're young and female, so that gives you an advantage, right? Um, everything else is good. Um, but the only thing that, well, there are two areas, three, right? How much sleep do you get on average? Less than eight hours. So how much sleep do you get?
1: Um, yeah, I'd say seven, seven hours the night
0: on average. So just talk, walk me through what your sleep pattern looks like. The two or three hours before bed.
1: Yeah, so I will usually eat dinner quite late, around 9 p.m. Okay. So after that, yeah, I will just be in front of the TV, watching a movie or yeah. something, a TV series, and then I will move to bed, um, where I will t- use my phone, keep scrolling on social media, which yeah, isn't good. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, we'll just turn it off, turn the light off, and go to bed.
0: So supper is about half past nine. Yeah. When what time do you go to bed? Midnight. Okay. Yeah. And what time do you wake up?
1: Half past seven sometimes, sometimes yeah. Yeah, even earlier.
0: And so do you think you're naturally an owl or a lark? Um
1: I don't know. I, I think I'm uh, yeah, I, I think I usually yeah wake up early, naturally, and then I will just force myself to go back to sleep for yeah, to to get some extra minutes. Yeah. Really, yeah.
0: So I would say you're probably a bit short asleep. Because Ideally, you want eight hours of sleep and no one sleeps perfectly all the way through. Yeah. So generally, we talk about if you want eight hours of sleep, then you need an eight and a half hour sleep opportunity. So if you if you're up at, say, 730, you really should be asleep by 11. And so you're what you're doing is you're cutting your sleep short by that amount. Now, people don't realize that sleep is in very specific and very structured ways So you've got these sleep cycles. And in an ideal sleep, you have five sleep cycles and each cycle has a slightly different structure. So during, the, during sleep, lots of things happen. So people think of sleep as being quite inactive, but actually your body is very, very active in sleep. When you're in REM sleep, the body actually paralyzes your muscles. And when people sleepwalk, the cingulate nucleus in the brain that usually switches off the connection between the brain and the muscles during REM sleep, fails um i'm trying to illustrate how important sleep is and how fundamental and structured it is so you want these you should have five sleep cycles and during this sleep cycles your rem and non-rem sleep changes because the brain does all sorts of complex things during sleep and much as you think that you're relatively inactive in sleep actually that's not true the brain is in any in any ways in many ways more active when you're asleep than when you're awake and what it does is it gets the, it, it replays the day, it picks the stuff that is important, keeps it into an order and then files it, and it goes through everything that's unimportant and discards it, so it's like a filing system. Mm-hmm. So it, it files the important memories and learning and experiences and discards the rest. And you, you know that experience, I'm going to sleep on it,
1: hmm. sleep
0: on a problem? Yeah. And that, is isn't something we take very seriously, but actually that's exactly what happens. If you have that experience where everything's a problem and you have a good night's sleep and in the morning you know the answer, it all becomes clear. And then what the brain does during that period is it discards the excess emotions, deals with all the emotions of the day and the trauma, it discards the negative experience, retains the important experience and then files it. And that's why you often, after a night's sleep, you can deal with a problem, whereas the day before it seemed completely impenetrable. Mm -hmm. If you deny yourself that full sleep pattern, then you deny yourself some of that process.
1: Okay,
0: yeah. It also, um, I mean, you're too young to remember Mrs Thatcher, I'm sure, but do you know, she was famous, she and her best... Oh, was
1: sleeping three hours, three hours, yeah. Right, and the
0: the same was true of Ronald Reagan... And do you know what she died of? Dementia. Do you know what Ronald Reagan died of?
1: The
0: same. Same. I mean, I used to want to be one of these, um, as a kid. Oh, when sure. I was your age, I thought there's plenty of time to sleep when I'm dead. I just thought it was a waste of time. I wanted the maximum amount of life. And I used to minimise sleep, and I think I used to get away with that. If you take a human being and you want to kill them by depriving them of something, if you deprive them of water, they'll be dead in about a week. If you deprive them of food, they'll probably live three to six months, but if you deprive them of sleep, they'll be dead within two weeks. So sleep is really, really important. Yeah. So we have a very structured program around sleep.
1: Yeah, that's excellent.
0: So and that's one thing I would certainly focus on. Yeah. Mm. Um, the next is exercise.
1: I think it was the pandemic who kind of had an impact on my exercise patterns yeah. and uh... Yeah, because I I think it was quite good before when I was doing ballet once a week
0: and contemporary. So, I mean, you're obviously slim, so you don't have a weight problem. But in terms of what's going on inside, both physical and mental health. Mm -hmm. So I always say you can't outrun a bad diet. So if you think you can lose weight by exercising, you can't. Mm -hmm. People who exercise tend to be hungry and eat more. So it doesn't work for controlling your weight but in terms of reducing your risk of dementia, diabetes, cancer, all those other things, exercise is really important. Mm-hmm. So you're young and slim and fit and you're fine. It's what it's the damage that you're storing up for yourself when you get to my age, right? You'll pay a price further down the line. So that's another thing too. Those are the two things that I picked out from that. Overall health, well, obviously, um, the other two things I would ask you about is obviously your bowel habits. or all your bowel movements? Do you have any problems with that? No, it's <coughs> all fine. Quite
1: regular, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And periods help. Periods? Mm-hmm. You don't get painful periods mm-hmm. or irregular periods. Mm,
1: just on the first day. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit painful. Mm-mm.
0: And are, are your periods regular? Yeah. Because another thing I see with women your age is polycystic ovarian syndrome, mm-hmm. and these women don't ovulate. And the diet that's high in sugar and carbs and processed food, which drives up your insulin because your insulin is trying to control your blood glucose, women also have a level of testosterone. So if your insulin is raised, the, one of the side effects of raised insulin is raised testosterone. And that's why these young women, they're not necessarily overweight, but they end up with uh, acne, male pattern hair growth, um, terrible problems with their periods. And they don't ovulate mm-hmm. because the hypertestosterone, anemia, so the excess testosterone, prevents ov- ovulation, so it reduces your fertility. Mm-hmm. And what they do in the NHS is they give you drugs to force you to ovulate. And eventually, those women get pregnant and then they have a gestational diabetes, then they have their baby and their blood. Sugar goes back, and then they struggle to get pregnant a second time. Have even worse gestational diabetes the second time, and then in their forties they get type two diabetes. It's very unhealthy. Yeah. I'm just wondering: at the root cause of your acne mm-hmm. is something around your diet? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: To be honest, I don't know because uh, yeah, it's always been very good, and then yeah, since January or something. Yeah, it got a bit spotty. A lot more. Yeah. And
0: does it come more uh, around the... Does it relate to your menstrual, menstrual cycle yeah. as well? Yeah. yeah. So that's something to think about. Medication. Vitamin D. What dose do you take? Uh,
1: just, um, I think, recommended minimum dose. Yeah, of... it's
0: probably nothing like enough. Oh. Um, and you should probably take it all the year round. So you should take a much higher dose during the winter months and a lower dose during the summer months. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also you should take it, vitamin D isn't actually a vitamin it's actually a hormone and it has an effect direct effect on about five percent of our genes it actually modifies it has an epigenetic effect one of the effects of vitamin D is it helps you retain calcium Mm -hmm. but you want the calcium in your bones you don't want it in your arteries Mm. so if you take vitamin D but not K2 you are at risk of having calcified arteries rather than calcified bones. So I always say to people, take a high dose vitamin D with K2. The two need to go together. Okay. we talked about vitamin D. Um, well, you definitely have, oh. Sugary breakfast. Nutella. So typically someone like you, who's basically fit but just needs a bit of correction, we would generally recommend the eight week program. Okay. So that's um, kind of the way it would go.
1: How do you find the willingness to give up some products because... When not...
0: people are worried about their health and it's an alternative which, which is end up taking medication
1: mm-hmm.
0: people are quite surprisingly willing.
1: And what if at some point you kind of fall back into it and then...
0: That's why we run an extension programme. So we offer sort of a 12-month extension programme where people just want ongoing support.
1: Mm-hmm. So is there any type of switch at all that you would allow
0: um, black dark chocolate, 90, 85%. Okay. Nothing wrong with chocolate, it's, it's Cadbury's dairy milk, it's got 79% sugar. So I think there's just enough sugary stuff in your diet to yeah. cause problems in the long term, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are, there, are, there are a few things that you are doing that if you correct now, mm-hmm. will mean that you won't have problems later on. Yeah. That's the point.